Got back last night from a union conference in LA, and so that was nice. Actually, learned things. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, like three out of four sessions were good, which anybody who's been to a teacher conference can tell you is a pretty good ratio. <laughs> like, God, I hate going to teacher stuff. Like, there, there are just so many things about teacher conferences and teacher meetings and teacher learning days that I just loathe through to my core yeah it like waste of the, time when they get you to do the stupid make friends shit at the beginning it's like i'm not here to network with people just tell me what you want to tell me and let me leave i i, I don't want to be doing walk around the room read the posters talk to the person next to you talk to someone you've never seen before it's like oh, oh, i don't want to do that i'm not here to socialize yeah i'm like, the ones that I went to, basically, they were, like, turn to a partner and talk about, like, an experience you've had, you know, relating to the topic. And I'm cool with that. Just not, like, the icebreaker where you come up with an animal that's the same letter as your first name or whatever. Like, I hate that stuff. Bully. I'm never going to see any of these people ever again. Why are we wasting our time? Let's go. Time is money. Yeah. Like, I... I just can't stand it and then the other thing i don't like about teacher events is they always teach us the way they tell us not to teach kids yeah they'll just read off a powerpoint and it's like oh god you could have just sent me the powerpoint and and i wouldn't have to be here in this freezing room surrounded by strangers when is the free lunch <laughs> yeah it was nice free meals um got to stay in like a hotel in LA so that was nice got the train that is nice train 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 (laughs) which was perfect timing because gas was like seven bucks a gallon in LA when I when we left it's pretty yeah it's pretty bad here too but the train trains are great I love trains I don't understand how anybody does not love trains trains are the best right like I'm trying to find a way to take the train to work every day train companies could eat my ass but the actual experience of being on a train Excellent. Very good. I love trains. Uh, sorry, organizing my tabs. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. I I um I played some Hades. I um edited podcast and it was really nice. Had some wine. It's so chill. Being on the train is really chill unless it's like crammed and you're standing up. But oh, I just I love being on the train. When I got to go on a bullet train in Japan, I legitimately nearly cried because i've wanted to go on a bullet train since i was about seven years old <laughs> and i was like sitting on the train and i was like this is the best day of my life i love trains trains are great <laughs> <laughs> well next time you're down we'll take you to the model train museum hell yeah <laughs> i love the model train museum i know i've talked about working for the train museum on the podcast before but that that was legitimately one of the best jobs i ever had trains are great lovely yes um and yeah the one session that I went to that wasn't good was just um, they were not teachers. They were speech therapists. Mm. So they had a lot to say and needed to cut out so much of it. So like 75% of it. So, mm. But I'm sure they'll do much better next time they present. Yes. And yeah, they their session was, it was about dog whistles and coded language. And so that's why I was mm-hmm. bummed because I'm like, that's like, my jam my specialty and i didn't get to talk about it yeah yeah it was good 
I didn't do anything as productive this weekend. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything I really productive, didn't. I guess. So. Well, no, you went to a conference. That's productive. You were a real adult human amongst other adult humans. I stayed at home and played Destiny for like 16 hours. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I did nothing. Yeah, I do really want to... I encouraged my friend to drink too much while we were playing Destiny 2, and then they texted me this morning and told me they were really hungover. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. Yeah, I was uh, quite hungover this morning, so much so that I went home. <laughs> How much train wine did you drink? Well, it was when we got back, we went to uh, um... dinner and then stayed up listening to me watching music videos and drinking whiskey, so that was... Fair, fair. Good... Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. Good time night before. Whiskey hangovers are a special breed of pain. Yeah, it wasn't great. Whiskey hangovers and dark beer hangovers are the two two worst hangovers. Yeah, it was it was not a good time, but yeah, I'll be good tomorrow and I can be productive. Um I did I did make my mac and cheese, which I I saw your mac and cheese. <laughs> And it looked delicious. Immediately got many replies. I should tweet about my food more often. Yeah, that's that, that's a special kind of journalism. Food Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of wanted to make like um a YouTube channel at one point that has super simple recipes. Literally videoing like here is how you fry an egg. Here's how you boil an egg. Like, very simple, easy thing. Here's how you upend the patriarchy. Here's how to make oatmeal. Draw the rest of the owl. No, yeah, most recipes, <laughs> most recipes are like, draw the rest of the owl. And it's like, I don't know what translucent means when you're sautéing onions. So, yeah, I, I kind of want to I'm that. I'm from the, the school of cooking where I'm like, what does sauté mean? Like, just yeah. fry it? Just fry it. Is that what you're asking me to do? Why'd you have to use the stupid French word? Just tell me to fry it. <laughs> and for how long? And what is it supposed to look like? And what is medium heat? Is it when the... Yes! Oh, is... God, I hate when they say medium heat. It's like, well, that's a completely different thing when you have a hot burner, when you have a gas burner, than when you have an electric burner. So, yeah. yeah. And I will once again give my PSA that Blue Apron's recipes are all online for free. The vast majority of them take 45 minutes or less, and some of them take even 20 minutes, and you don't have to pay them money, and you can just buy the ingredients yourself and learn how to cook that way. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Very good recipe, or very simple recipes. Uh, anyway, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 91. Woo! Yeah, I, <laughs> I might be quiet, but we're recording at night, and I'm in the bedroom instead of the living room, so I have to <laughs> keep myself from whispering. I automatically want to whisper. In the bedroom, it's like, this is the quiet space. Yes. Um, oh, so we have our results, our asshole of the year results. So, Hooray! Um, so the hero of the year, we didn't really have that many. Um, my personal one was the mother-in-law who stands up for the daughter-in-law by finding her son at the pub. Um, oh, that's very good. But we did have shark-like and powerful was the winner. She yeah! left notes for her mother-in-law to find, which I feel like she would be more of a hero to me if she had also kicked her husband out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, baby steps, baby steps. Baby steps yeah. Like it's it's a creative way to deal with a snoop, which is I I fucking love it. It's so good. That was my favorite. Um. And the... Okay. Good, good. I'm Which episode to... is Shot Like and Powerful? 80... 88 or something? Very 88. recent. If you haven't heard Shot Like and Powerful, go check it out. 
That's what that is the episode title. That is the episode title. Yep. So it's easy. Shot clock and powerful. Okay, so I'm trying to find the actual text of the asshole. Um, because it was the man who told a woman who lost her baby to stop calling herself a oh mother. Oh my god. <sighs> um, and it's tough to find, but I'll have to see. I'll have to see if I can find the actual text at some point. But yeah, basically, like her her baby died at like a few days old. It wasn't even a It was like five days old or something. Yeah. yeah. The baby was born and died and he's like, stop calling yourself a mother, which is just one of the most horrendous things you could call somebody. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, Emma the asshole telling my wife to stop calling herself a mother. Yeah, and it wasn't even a random woman. It was his, his wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> like Okay, so uh, <sighs> she's 25. When she was 17, she got pregnant. She lost the baby at 32 weeks due to the baby contracting a lung infection. So it, it was, uh, sorry, I misremembered. The baby was not born yet, but still. Yeah, that 32 weeks is basically born. Like, it's about a month premature. So, yeah, that blows. Yeah, and so hopefully... Oh, okay, no, the edit says the baby didn't die in utero or was stillborn. It was born, developed a lung infection, and died like five days after it was born. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, fuck this guy. I hope that she left him. I really hope she left the him. The count's been suspended, so I can't go and look at the comments. But yeah, he's 25 and she's 26, or he's 26 and she's 25. There's no, no, no need to stay with this man. No, there's time and fish. Go forth. <laughs> like... It's just an awful thing to say to another human being. Yeah, and... Um, it's an awful thing to think. Like, where was his brain at that when he said this? It allowed him to speak out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't even People know the awful. gender of the baby. No, he just calls it it. Yeah. Which, yeah. I'm just scrolling through the comments. OP, uh, OP's comments, most of them have been removed, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Total asshole of the year. Moving Hooray. on to less... Uh, extreme things this first one um does not have ages um Mm -hmm. the title is am i the asshole for asking my girlfriend to pay for solar panels (laughs) that's the most middle class upper middle class title i've ever heard Currently, my girlfriend pays the electric bill, which on average is $150 a month. I began to look into buying solar panels. The panels on a payment plan would cost $51.25 a month and save only an average of $55 to $65 a month off of the electric bill. So I asked my girlfriend, if I get these panels, would you mind paying the $51.25? Solar panels plus electric bill would be around $140 for the two combined. I asked my girlfriend this, and she told me no. She would rather pay the 150 purely to the electric company because it's only helping me by buying the solar panels payment down and not help her since I'm gaining an asset and she isn't. The panels would be in my name, and if we break up, I'm liable for the payments thereon. Am I wrong for asking this? I'm just confused because she would be willing to pay the same $150 a month, whether it's purely towards electric or toward panels plus electric. I'm so baffled. <laughs> what? What? So Who owns the house? He owns the house. The only thing that she pays is about $150 a month for the electric bill. That's the only thing that she pays. And if he got the solar panels, the payment for the panels plus the electric bill would be about $140, so $10 less. And get, he asked, get the solar panels. Yeah, and he's like, would you be willing to pay that? And she says no, because... It's your house, get the solar panels. Yeah. I, I, 
like, I, I, there is no problem here. Get her to pay you $140 a month. You can split it up. You can be the person in charge of paying the, the bills. She doesn't have to do it. She just has to change from paying the electric company to paying you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's really strange and petty to just be like, no. I mean, presumably if you're dating someone and you live together, you're planning on building a life together and, you know, improving your home is part of that. So it's baffling to me why she is refusing effort like is this just a i can't be bothered a, a sheer laziness yeah i guess or maybe some insecurity yeah so he this guy was voted you're the asshole and i what and that's why i picked this because i do not understand it's his house yeah I, I could understand if he was like i'm gonna take the solar panels off i don't want them anymore and she was like no wait the environment and then he was like am i an asshole because i told her that i don't give a fuck about the sky <laughs> like but he's trying to put value on his house save the money in the long run yeah like i so oh, reddit's so weird yeah it's very strange because why why are they saying that he's the asshole um you're the asshole you said yourself the solar panels would be yours not hers or shared you currently don't even pay for the electricity now. Why should she subsidize them? And it's like, my dude, she that's all she pays for. Yeah, so everybody in the comments underneath that is jumping on this person for that comment, but also it's still uh, the that's top a comment. baffling comment. Like, you're not paying for electricity anyway, so you shouldn't have to expect her to pay less for electricity? Like, what? It's bizarre. I don't... It's so weird. The internet is a funny place. Yeah, it says, like... How the fuck is this top comment, lol, OP is not the asshole? This is basically the same scenario of those posts where a woman wants to buy a house in her name only, and the man doesn't want to pay rent because he won't own the house. So, yeah. I, I mean, I get not wanting to buy to buy property that isn't, in the end, going to be yours. But it's not like she's going to be on the hook for it if they break up. It's all in his name. Yeah. And, like, you should be saving tons of money. If you're just using him for money which it doesn't seem like she is, but like, even if you plan on breaking up, you with $150 a month should be saving tons of money. Right. I'm so confused. <laughs> Everything about this is confusing. Yeah. It's, it's very much like cutting off your nose to spite your face or like mm -hmm. for principle. And it's like, why? So he does update. I'm having the solar panels installed and I'm going to pay for the panels and I'm going to sell back 100% of the electric generated by the panels back to the electric company and profit $150 a month while my girlfriend just continues to pay the electric bill. So she is just going to pay the 60 what the whatever fuck? bucks a month. What? This is the most convoluted, stupid arrangement. I don't understand the thought process. Like, the fact that they're even having this argument just makes it seem like she's not very invested in the relationship. I don't think she's even paying attention. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why you'd not want to do this. I'm so confused. My brain hurts. Let's move on. I can't think about this anymore. I I'm so utterly perplexed by this backwards thinking. I can't even. Yeah, it's very strange. And... Eventually, it would eliminate the electric bill. She wouldn't have to pay for the panels anymore. Like, so whatever. Anyway. Reddit, you're dumb. Yeah, so pretty much the top comment is the you're the asshole. And then everybody else in the thread is like, uh. like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's very... Uh, How did it get upvoted so much? I don't know. Because everything underneath it is not the asshole. So, I don't know. Oh, 
God alive. And also, get solar panels. If, if it was more, I could see her. I could see her point. If if, if it ended up being two hundred dollars a month instead of one hundred and fifty, I could be like, yeah, that's that's kind of asking a bit much. But she's going to be paying less. I don't understand. And basically, the solution that people are saying is just have her pay one hundred and fifty dollars to you directly. Yeah, like you said, yeah. and it's like. Why? Why are there just anyway? It's just it, it's baffling to me that this would even be an argument because so it's confused. so petty. So anyway, I hate this. Um, this next one is great. <laughs> okay, and a lot less confusing, but still kind of confusing. Okay. Anyway, am I the <laughs> asshole for refusing to let my friends use my owl as a ring bearer in their wedding? <laughs> It's time to bust out the old Esme holding an owl oh, yes. photo on Twitter again. <laughs> we have more owl content. Um, in honor, I just watched an hour and a half long video about Harry Potter being trashed today, so we're gonna get cool. into it. I am a falconer and I perform in falconry shows with my owls. There is some debate in the community over owls being used, but it has gained a lot of traction over the years, and I find my owls are easier to manage for me personally than my other birds were. My friend is having a Harry Potter-themed wedding, cringe, Okay. <laughs> and is begging to have me work with one of my owls to have the ring flown down the aisle to them, bringing up how well-trained they are and how it will really sell the moment. Now, in theory, this could be done after all nine times out of ten, they'll do exactly as I want. It's just the one time I'm worried about, and I don't exactly want to take that risk with wedding rings. I explained my concerns to my friend and said it wasn't a risk I'd advise they take. I offered as an alternative me coming with all of my owls and helping them and the guests take pictures with them and maybe even do a brief flying show as a gift to them. My friend is now upset with me, saying what? she has seen how well I've trained them and has complete confidence they won't mess up. And how this would be such a huge thing for the wedding. It's their risk to take, I guess, but just, I'm not entirely comfortable with this. Am I the asshole for saying no? Should I just agree, but stress that if I fuck up, but stress that if a fuck up happens, it's not on me as I warned them? I wish you could see my face. <laughs> I'm, I'm even, I'm still baffled. Like, the, the state of confusion has just carried across to this new topic of bafflement. What? Like, they're animals. You can't rely on an animal to perform a task on a on a whim. Yeah, and it's like, OP clearly knows them more than she does. Right. She's, she's so caught up in what she wants the aesthetic of her wedding to be that she isn't thinking about the practicalities of bird flying in front of a bunch of strangers carrying precious cargo. Yeah, I, my first thought was, like, fake it. Have an owl fly an empty box and make it look like they're yeah. the rings. But like the way that the friend is reacting now, I wouldn't want to do anything for them. No, like, and a he, he is it a he? Um, Op a he? Unclear. <laughs> okay, the falconer has offered a bigger service. Yeah, right. Right. Bring all the owls. Do your little photo shoots with people. That's rad as hell. Can you imagine how cool that would be at someone's wedding? Like, I would be like, yes, I want to have my picture taken with the owl. I would be like, forget the rings. Yes, let's do this. Yeah, let's hang out with owls. That's cool. Owls are awesome. And like, do a flying show. And that would be great. Everybody would be talking about that forever. Right? Rather than hinge the entire ceremony on, can this bird deliver this tiny ring <laughs> in this one moment? God damn. Some people are so caught up in themselves that they don't see the bigger picture of anything I, 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 this is just this is so dumb yeah but this is such a 
dumb thing to fall out with somebody over. I feel like it's the same as the last story, right? Like, someone has been offered a better alternative and they're just saying no. And it's like, why? Because I want this. Like, okay, well, I want to be six foot two. But, <laughs> you know, my my parents, my mum's very small. There's nothing I can do about that. Nature, baby. Uh, OP, um, OP says in the comments, hey, don't knock the Harry Potter nuts. They put food on my table as... <laughs> they hire me to do shows and photo ops i'm just not comfortable with this specific scenario no i totally get it i wouldn't go to the wedding either i'd be like fuck it then like if if you don't want what i've offered you for my very perfectly good reason then i can't help you find somebody else to do it there's got to be other falconers and also um looks like yeah and for free too come on yeah <laughs> um looks like they insisted on real rings and not fake ones so it's like they definitely have an idea in their mind what they want and deviating from it even a little bit is not in the cards for them yeah and i understand because i had a I had a very minimally themed wedding i understand like having an expectation for the theme and trying to stay on brand but you you can only do what you can do with the constraints of real life yeah why would you want to put more pressure on yourself on your wedding day there's enough going on can you imagine the absolute furore if the owl eats the ring like <laughs> can you imagine how pissed off she would be well it would come out later eventually it would but it'd be covered it would be an owl pellet yes um and they're not pleasant that's so yeah that's what op is saying in the comments as well they, they occur roughly two to three times every 24 hours. Owl pellets. <laughs> owl pellets. People are also mentioning things like the owl pooping on people. Owls don't poop on people. They make pellets. I, I have I have to give this brief owl PSA. <laughs> Owls don't poop on people. They, they make little pellets made of bones and stuff. And... That's how owls poop. And they're very tidy, but they're kind of, they're, they're very metal, but they're, they're kind of gross. Owls have very efficient digestive system. Looks like they do poop, but... They might piss on you. Yeah, it's more like, you know, bird poop. Two owls out of their mouth. Kind of. <laughs> Sick. Is that called vomit? <laughs> <laughs> well, they throw up the owl pellets, right? Uh, yeah. So I think that's what is being referred to. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I did kind of, like... Having a Harry Potter themed wedding is just so right now is like read the room. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just the, the like I'm all for I'm all for death of the author. Like in in situations like this, I had a I had a fight with somebody over Michael Jackson in my college years, but we won't we won't go into that. <laughs> um, if you are able to separate the fiction from the author, fine, have at it, go ahead. But you can't expect other people to do the same thing. And it reads as very tone deaf um, when it's so ingrained right now in who the author is and what they stand for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the video I watched today also was mentioning like, so people are picking apart Harry Potter a lot lately because they, now that she's like out as a bigot, are kind of um, trying to prove it was there the whole time which is true like obviously it's mm -hmm. very racist all the books and other stuff but yeah i'm i'm just so jaded by harry potter that like there's no way i'm gonna i'm gonna make somebody come to a harry potter themed wedding although the aesthetic of harry potter is nice the aesthetic of harry potter is really cool and you know finding out what we found out does not take away 
from the experience that you had reading that book and enjoying it and, you know, sympathizing with the characters, it just means that now you you have to take everything with a pinch of salt. Yeah. It doesn't mean that all of that stuff means nothing anymore. Like, I loved Harry Potter when I was a kid. I watched all the movies. I've been to Universal and been to Harry Potter. Well, I I had a Harry Potter themed party like 10 years ago. Um, Would I do it now? Hell no. <laughs> Absolutely no way. And, you know, you you have to be mindful that other people don't feel the same way as you do. You might be able to separate it. That's absolutely fine and dandy for you. But for other people, it's a big deal. And you can't you can't force somebody into an environment where they're going to be thinking about that stuff. Yeah. 100%. That's not fair. Yeah. I also read Harry Potter. I like have all the books. I've seen all the movies. I've read all of them multiple times. And it's just like, you know, there's other stuff. Other stuff exists. <laughs> And and the thing that I like to credit Harry Potter for is it made me, it brought me to all my other favorite authors uh-huh. who are leagues better. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it wet my appetite for, I want stuff like this. Where can I get it? And yeah, that that's kind of, that's how I feel about it. it. It's fine to say, oh, I loved Harry Potter when I was a kid because you were a kid and none of this stuff was out. But it's, I don't think it's okay to be like, I want my wedding to be Harry Potter themed and you're all going to have to put up with it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I obviously read Animorphs before Harry Potter, but, and I feel like I still would have liked reading if Harry Potter didn't exist, but it did bring a lot of people into reading in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the same thing with Twilight. And I fucking hate Twilight. I think it's one of the worst <laughs> written things I've ever had the misfortune to read in my life. Um, But the amount of people who started reading based solely on Twilight is astonishing. I can't I can't be that mad. Yeah. Like I I hated it, but there are generations of people who read Twilight and it it, it made them want to read more stuff. And I I can't be mad about that. Better stuff. <laughs> yeah, better stuff. Or 50 shades of gray, which is worse stuff. <laughs> the same stuff but wrapped in a different package. Yeah. Was more older people getting back into reading. So, I don't know. Um yeah, I, I I like the aesthetic of Harry Potter. I would never, like, have a Harry Potter-themed party now. No. Let alone wedding. Like, how well is that going to no. age? Like, It's not going to age well at all. pictures that you want to have around. I also don't think that Harry Potter is incredibly romantic. God, no. Like, it's it's a, it's a an odd theme for a wedding. I say I say this and my, my wedding theme was Batman villains. But, <laughs> Which are romantic, like, some of them. I mean, yes, some of them, <laughs> but I just, that's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, you could just say it's a fantasy themed wedding. There you go. There's plenty of owls and stuff. Or like get another falconer to do it if they're not comfortable. Yeah. Just get another falconer to do it. Like there's plenty around. Spread the love. Yeah. Pay the man. Exactly. Um, I do like- Make sure the owl doesn't shit on you. I do like how OP is like, yeah, these Harry Potter people give me a lot of money. <laughs> Right? Seems that seems that tracks. Okay, so this next one, I'm trying to find ages. Okay, husband is 31, OP is 26. Okay. Not bad. It's all right. But, you know, you can hear my disdain. Uh, am I the asshole for calling my husband out in front of my friends on planting a recording device while we were having a <gasps> girls' night in? What? <laughs> what? This poor, just that title alone. 
this man has what? indoctrinated her. Oh my god. This happened okay. last week. I told my husband I was planning on having a girls' night in at home, and he initially was like, no, not here, go get a hotel or something. I said I couldn't afford a hotel, plus no need for a hotel. He asked if he could join us, if he's allowed to, uh, or if he's going... Oh, wait, okay, sorry, the grammar's not great. He asked if he could join us, if he's going to allow it, but I said, no, that's not how GNIs worked. <laughs> he eventually agreed to let me have it, and said he'd go out so my friends would be comfortable. I invited the girls over, and most of them had a lot of heavy venting to do. At some point, things got a bit emotionally charged, and there was crying, lots of it. Mm. After that, we brought in the food and drinks. When I went to turn on the TV, I spotted a small recording device tucked in the side. Jesus fuck. I took a look and found out that it actually it was a voice recording device. I was in disbelief. I knew my husband put it there to listen to our private talk, which felt highly violating. Yes, because it is. Yeah. I didn't hide it from the girls. I showed them the device, called my husband to get him to come home, and confronted him right there in front of the girls. Damn right. The girls were shocked, and my husband denied it after I flipped out and called him out. And then he said he was feeling curious to know what we were talking about and wanted to make sure we weren't trash-talking about him specifically. What? The event was cut short, and the girls left. I kept lashing out at him for ruining the night and possibly my relationship and trust with my friends. I said that not only did he violate my privacy, but my friends as well, because we were talking about very personal stuff. He argued that it was no big deal that I should have just let him join us if we had nothing to hide. What? And that this was on them for opening up about private matters to begin <gasps> with. He then went on to talk about how I humiliated him to call him out in front of my friends. I told him they deserve to know who he really is after what he's done. We argued some more and he went out again. We're in conflict till today, and I feel like I made a mistake calling him out like that, aside from how I felt about it. Am I the asshole? Hell no. Top comment, run. Our first comment. Yeah. First comment. It's just run. Jesus Christ. What an ego. I can't, I can't even. Yeah, like, obviously she should get the fuck out of here. The narcissism involved. Just, I have the right to spy on you, uh, because I wanted to make oh, sure you God. weren't talking about me. And- like, if he was so, my theory here is if he was so blatant about it this time. He's done it before. He's done it before. And he's getting he's done it before about it. So. God damn. Like, I don't understand people who want to be with their partner all the time and want their partner to be no. with them all the time. It's just like. God. No, there's multiple. I love my husband, but I don't want to see his face all the time. Yeah, we did that during the pandemic. <laughs> it, didn't, it wasn't fun. I, di I didn't even see him during the pandemic. He was in person. He was working oh, that's right. in the office. So I didn't see him then. But just like, I love him to death. But sometimes you just need to go and not be with them. And that's fine. Oh, God, how exhausting. Yeah, like, I also would not want to overhear things if my... No, I wouldn't want to hear what my friend, my husband's friends were saying about their personal lives and stuff. Like, at the best it's just gonna hurt your feelings if they do say something bad about you but also like huge invasion of privacy like it's a case of it's it's the phone snooping conundrum isn't it yeah if you go looking and you find nothing you're gonna feel bad if you go looking and you find something then you've indicated and you're still gonna feel bad yeah this isn't a red flag this is like this is a whole fl field of red flags yeah. or it's it's like a red flag is a warning about creepy controlling abusive behavior this is creepy controlling abusive behavior this is semaphore time time to go yeah if I jeez allow it. 
Yeah, him saying, if I allow it. If I allow it. That's a red flag. I'll let you stay at home afterwards if I allow it. It's weird that he wanted her to get a hotel first. Get a hotel. That's so... Why? And, like, he wanted her to be outside of the home first, but then, like, recorded it. So it's like, why did you want it to be in a hotel? Did you just want to control the situation? Or, like, I'm confused. Because that's not very controlling to be, like, go out of the home. I don't know. No, that is kind of weird, though. I don't want you bringing your girlfriends back here. Like, why not? I, I don't... What does he think they're doing? Like, having strippers? I I don't understand what he thinks a girls' night in is. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't know. Like, if you want to say something about you, congratulations. Either that or he's projecting, because that's what he does on guys' nights. He's just bitch all night about her and everything he hates about her. Yeah, and um, people in the comments also pointing out that she needs to, like, get a new phone. She needs to check other things. Check her car. Mm-hmm. There was that case recently, or it started to be reported, um, that people are using those uh, tags, those air tags, mm-hmm. to trace people. Like, they put them in people's cars, and then they can watch where you're going all the time on, on their phones. Which is truly horrifying. Yeah. Oh, because they're very small. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. They're like keychain mm-hmm. size. Yeah, because... The, if you've never seen one before, they're designed for forgetful people so that you can uh, find your keys or find your wallet or whatever it is. And you're meant to just kind of slide it into a small thing like that. And then you can check your phone and be like, oh, yeah, that's where I put my whatever. gym shoes yeah. or whatever. Um, but there have been more and more reported cases recently of people using them to track their partners. Jesus. Oh yeah, that's the top which, comment when you are the one of the top links when you Google it. Yeah, which is just terrifying. It's about the size of a watch battery. Yeah, it's not big. We got some for my my father-in-law and he actually lost them, which he's very forgetful. <laughs> he put them in something and then forgot that they needed to be charged and he lost lost both things. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the battery life's about a year. Wait. Yeah. It's a long time of following someone around. Yeah. This article says that they are helping i they're working to help iPhone users become more aware of and locate unknown air tags near them. But then that's a problem too, because what if you have one on your wallet? It's like a great way for someone to like for steal a thief your shit. To... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna need some Technology was a mistake. I know. That's I just said the internet was a mistake mistake earlier today. <laughs> I think we should just go back like a hundred years. Let's just start using letters again. Oh, this notification says an air tag was found moving with you. Mm. So that that'll do it. If it's yeah, if it's like moving with you, it's like hey, just so you know, are you aware of this air? Is tag? this yours? Yeah, this your air tag. Okay. Anyway, yeah, this guy Jeez. is is she needs to go and again. She's young enough that she can leave this asshole. Oh yeah, Not that for sure. You, there's an age limit on leaving assholes. To make no, that clear. if no, you should just leave them. Yeah, no matter what, it's better to have any amount of time without them than yes. any amount of time with them. Yes. Damn. Yeah. I, I, one thing I do hate that I've noticed lately is maybe not on this level of thing, but sometimes what happens on top level Reddit comments is someone will say something to the effect of, if this was me, I would be rethinking the relationship because you can't just tell somebody to break up anymore because that was taboo. So 
<sighs> okay. Tell me we have a dead donkey. We do. I'm just... Yay! Some of the stuff... I don't want to be confused anymore. <laughs> Some of the comments have been removed, so I'm just going to the auto-moderator oh, yeah. comment. Okay. Am I the asshole for laughing at a girl who went on a mission trip to an impoverished area, but it was actually just my hometown? <laughs> oh my god. That's the funniest thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I am... Um... I grew up with a lot of Mormon friends, so they went on missions, but they went to, like, other countries, usually. That's so funny. Um, I'm in college, and I'm in a public speaking gen ed class. For an assignment recently, we were each expected to do a presentation on a life event that was meaningful to us. This girl presented her church group mission trip to an impoverished area, and it how it showed her and it, how it showed her how people live with so little but are happy and how it's important to think of the needy and live in service of others it wasn't something i related to that much i'm not religious and the kind of charity work i usually do is local and in my own communities like it should <laughs> but then halfway through the presentation she showed a slide of herself and her group posing beside my hometown's welcome sign and then it hit me her trip was to my town. I couldn't help it. I started to laugh. It drew everyone's attention and the teacher asked what was so funny that I had to interrupt the presentation. I think she'd meant it as a rhetorical question, but I only realized that later and answered literally saying, that's my hometown. It's a normal ass hometown. I thought she was talking about somewhere impoverished, but that's just a nicer small town in Virginia. The teacher asked me not to interrupt and we could talk after class. Good teacher move, I suppose. And the girl mm -hmm. continued her presentation with stuff about how the whole town was so grateful. I was messaging my friends from high school on my laptop, like, has literally anyone heard of her or this church group? And nobody had. Some of my friends were joking about how mission trips are so bullshit and a way for rich people to go on vacation and come home and call it serving the poor, when honestly, the poor probably don't want them there and might not even be poor. Mm-hmm. At the end of the presentation, she had time for questions, and I asked, since she was talking about giving youth services to a town that was lacking, if she was aware of the many after-school programs, community sports, big sister and little sister programs, YMCA pro programs, informal community care groups, etc., that were already available, and what additional services her group had provided that were lacking. She didn't really have an answer for it, and stammered through an answer about traveling from another place to work with kids. I started feeling kind of mean, like, what if this girl just went as a kid and was brainwashed by by her church group into thinking that's what poor people look like and maybe she was sheltered from knowing how most people live and brainwashed into thinking she was doing good like i can see how a young person who wants to do good and is very sheltered could buy into that bs after class the teacher told me she understood how i might be uncomfortable question mark but everyone in the class needs to be quiet and respectful when other people present am i the asshole for laughing at the presentation that's hilarious I'd have laughed too. I wouldn't be able to help it. <laughs> yeah, I would oh have my God. To clap my hand over my mouth for sure. That's wild. Uh, this reminds me of... So I went I went to university. I'm from the north of England. And I went to university in the south of England. And for the first few weeks that I was there, a lot of people had never been to the north of England or met anybody <laughs> from the north of England. So the first few weeks I was there, I got asked questions such as, you're from the north. Have you ever been stabbed? And do you live on a farm? <laughs> what? To which, to, to which I responded, guys, it's not Emmerdale. Like, it's not some TV soap opera where everybody's a farmer and just wild shit happens. And they're like, oh, we heard there's lots of knife crime in, in, the, in the north knife of England. Crime? <laughs> knife crime? But like, the funny thing about that is I did my media studies presentation, my media studies final project on the, the presentation of knife crime in uh in news media 
And I was able to give them statistics on how many people were stabbed in London alone the year before. <laughs> That's um, great. But it was, it, it's, people have such odd perceptions of what poor or working class is. And it, we had, we had a, a university lecturer who was a writer and he, he tried to sell us on the idea that he was incredibly impoverished because he grew up in the North and oh, my life was so hard. And I'm sitting in the lecture theater like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Everybody's looking at him like he's some kind of working class hero. I'm like, what is this? This is so bizarre. I walked out in protest. I was like, this is bullshit. And you're an idiot. Um, but Jesus, that's, that's super funny. So she was labeled not the asshole, but I think it's no assholes here. I do think that that girl was probably kind of brainwashed and indoctrinated. And so she probably was just super embarrassed and will kind of grow out of it eventually. But yeah, I don't think there's no assholes here. Yeah, this is this is some wild shit. I would have laughed too. That's that is so funny. Um, let's see. The town was small enough to only have one school district. I was actually on the poorer side in that district. My family and some of my friends' families were part of the 15% of families who got free or discounted lunch at school. Plus, I volunteered 15% in- 15% the... is low! Yeah. Plus, I volunteered in the local YMCA for six years and did a lot with resources for helping people with food and housing. Some of my friends did too and remain really connected to community and mutual aid organizations. My friend- uh, my friends I was laughing with are the people still doing meaningful charity and volunteer work in my town. So I'm feeling pretty confident I have a better understanding of my own community's problems and needs than some girl on vacation saying in the town's nicest hotel. <laughs> I can't believe she finished the presentation. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would have stopped. I'd have been like, oh, I can't do this now. This is weird. <laughs> and I would have just stopped doing it. That's, oh, God, the balls on that girl. Someone responded to OP, the comment I just read, by saying, again, there's that attitude. Like, fuck off, dude. Oh, God. She said, a lot of my friends are involved in our local church's charity work and said their church never worked with a group of church girls from Connecticut. From Connecticut? <laughs> like, that's, that's, the whole thing is weird. Yeah. Why would you go from Connecticut to Virginia? <laughs> Like, surely there are other places that need church help more. I just... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Well done to OP for uh, Imagine if you calling were out that bullshit. OP says, Imagine if you were listening to someone talk about a person who has not one dollar to their name, who never has been taught to read or write, who can't provide for themselves, etc. Then they switch to the next slide and it's a picture of your face next to the words, poor starving child <laughs> I'm trying to save. Wouldn't that be a little absurdly funny? <laughs> That is, that's wild. Oh, I'm surprised OP didn't just walk out. Hello, Neo. Okay, yes, you can sit on my lap, but please don't knock my microphone, Bubba. <laughs> no, go away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Neo, he's like, no, podcast is over now. Come here. You're too heavy for this. Okay. You can be on that side of the desk, not this side. Stay there. I know, I know. <laughs> this poor starving cat. Unloved. Impoverished. <laughs> I must go on community outreach. The teacher does encourage us to ask difficult questions to each other at the end of presentations to teach people to think on the spot. But I don't really know if they had said something so personal as, so you see you guys helped, but literally we already had all these things <laughs> for a kid's lifetime and not just a month. What more did you add? Yeah. It's like those, um, what do they call that show where they like go and they build 
somebody like a big house. Same home makeover. Yeah, and then they can't afford the property taxes and have to sell it yeah. because the whole reason the house was crap is because they don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It's like, we're going to improve your life. And it's like, oh, oh no. That's not. This isn't how you do it. Okay, subreddit of the week. Are interesting as fuck. Yeah. Um, top of all time. What a Ukraine. <laughs> In 1996, Ukraine handed over nuclear weapons to Russia in exchange for a guarantee never to be threatened or invaded. Well, <laughs> Ukrainian ambassador to the UN pretty much tells Putin to kill himself. Quote, if he wants to kill himself, he doesn't need to use a nuclear arsenal. He has to do what that guy in Berlin did in a bunker in May 1945. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Dude. Um, there's also a thing about them trying to make French bulldogs more healthy. Oh, my turtle follows me and seeks out affection. Biologists have reached out to me because this is not even close to normal behavior. He just started one day and has never stopped. I don't know why. That's so that sweet. As fuck. <laughs> the turtle's chasing him around. Oh, English wavy walls. How does it use fewer bricks than a straight wall? Because for a straight wall to be uh, structurally sound, you need two layers. Uh, okay. So, but because it's in a kind of curved shape. I created a photorealistic image of George Washington if he lived in oh, the present cool. day. That's just Charles Dance. <laughs> it is Charles Dance. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so anyway, the subreddit is just interesting things. Um, so it's a nice yeah. one to join if you want to do like something that'll teach you something, but not the same thing every day, like TIL. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of really good stuff in here. In 1930, the Indiana Bell Building was rotated 90 degrees. Over a month, the 22 million pound structure was moved 15 inches per hour. All while 600 employees still worked there. There was no interruption Damn. to gas, heat, electricity, water, sewage, or the telephone service they provided. No one inside felt it move. Damn. That is interesting. There's loads of good stuff in here. The astronauts of Crew 2 enjoying their last day on Earth before traveling to the spend the next six months on the International Space Station. Dad created plasma in the basement. <laughs> Apparently it's the fourth state of matter and is created under a vacuum with high voltage. He has been working on it for a while and he's quite proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ad. Yeah, ads are so awful. And it... <laughs> they're interesting enough i think that they're in the subreddit next time you see a croc floating towards you remember this image and you won't panic <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of drifting oh a series of images <laughs> on the surface of a comet the captive orca tilicum looking at its trainers there have only been four human deaths caused by orcas as of 2019 and tilicum was responsible for three of them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you tilicum you're doing god's work was he died in 2016. Mm. Um, I remember that because that was my first year teaching and I decided to do blackfish and then he had ah. died two weeks earlier and I googled it afterwards and found that out. This is very good. There's lots of cool stuff here. Oh, on many Japanese toilets, the hand wash sink is attached so that you can wash your hands and reuse the water for the next flush. Japan has saved millions of liters of water every year doing this. Hell yeah. Giant wolf. That's cool. Oh, squirrels. Squirrels. I made a table. Just really anything interesting. <laughs> there's the there's the Hereford Willy art. Okay, 800 years ago, All Saints Church in Hereford, England, a skillful carpenter carved this gentleman high up in the dark roof where nobody could see him. Five years ago, they built an extra floor with bright lights for a restaurant, and it's <laughs> it's a carving of a guy holding his legs above his head, showing his little willy. <laughs> 
very good. Uh... Underwater cabinet meeting. The Maldivian president held the first, world's first underwater cabinet meeting to sign a climate change SOS. They all have scuba gear on. It's very good. Anyway, yeah, that's a good one to just be subscribed to. There is actually very good stuff in here, so it's definitely worth it. Elim Manha? Oh, Dusseldorf. 1990. It's a freeway. 2019. It's a park. Didn't they say, did we talk about this on the pod, that they are going to ban cars mm-hmm. in yeah. Paris? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because of the train. <laughs> Trains! Now a train podcast. Trains! I did change my Twitter name, by the way. To train. Train Stan. Stan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gorilla president. Oh, those <laughs> conjoined twins that had their own special are now teachers. In 2012, French beekeepers could not solve the mystery of the blue and green coloured honey in their beehives until they discovered that the bees were visiting a local M&M factory. <laughs> same, same thing in, in my hometown. So my hometown is where um, chocolate oranges and after eight mints come from. And one year, the chocolate factory threw out a load of kind of contaminated peppermint um, like fondant. Mm-hmm. And not long after, all the beekeepers were like, this honey tastes weird. Like, it's kind of minty. I wonder why that is. It was because the bees were getting all their food from the peppermint fondant, bringing it back and making honey with it. (laughs) So all the honey for, like, six months just tasted like peppermint. It was really weird. That is interesting. So when they have, like, clove honey or whatever, it actually does change the flavor. I always thought that was just bullshit. Yes. (laughs) No, it does. Also, I'm really enjoying this, um, like, time-lapse video of tomatoes growing. Oh, man. I'm looking at this condom thing. Jurex <laughs> upgraded their preventing unwanted pregnancy game. And it's this guy, like, chopping up a zucchini with a condom on it. And the condom is completely intact. That's wild. Damn. A New York City police officer comes face-to-face with Ming, a 350-pound tiger secretly living in an apartment <laughs> in Harlem in 2003. Which... I just imagine that he just, he rents the apartment. No humans brought him there. Just the tiger is living in this apartment by himself. (laughs) Hello, this is my home. (laughs) How dare you? Do you have a warrant? (laughs) Ron Perlman smoking out of a Hellboy pipe. Yes. Oh, well, you could send me some interesting as fuck stuff at Morgan underscore Soleil, or you can... Um, tweet directly at us at r the letter u the word serious pod on Twitter or email us at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com. Also, check out my other podcast about animorphs at Middlemorph on Twitter. And if you are enjoying our podcast, tell people. Yes. Tell people about it. <laughs> Just tell them. We're up to about 100 downloads a week, which is awesome. Hell yeah. But not a lot so <laughs> tell people spread um, the word all that good stuff yeah uh so you can find me on twitter send me trains on twitter um at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things you'll know it's me because it says esme train stan and there's pictures of lots of trains um or you can find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast all right kitten what do you want what do you want now just he just wants to annoy me <laughs> Don't they always? Find, I think they always. find amusement from annoying us. They do. And we love them, I guess, or whatever. I, I guess. <laughs> oh, he's going to go poop. He knows. He knows it's time. <laughs> he knows that we're done after we say our Twitter yep. handles and stuff. He's like, I waited, mom. I waited. <laughs> what a good boy. Yeah, he's so good. Oh, okay. Time to go. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Perfect. <laughs>